Hello everyone. I realized that today is a Mother's Day. Supposed to be a Mother's Day message, but what I want to do is to speak about women. The value of a woman. Now, the, the whole chapter of Romans chapter 16 is a salute to women serving the Lord and His church. Now, Paul has a greeting and a love expression to these these women that serve the church. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you read Acts, I mean Romans, chapter sixteen, you'll see in that chapter there were twenty-two women mentioned. But I would first like to say that in the times in which uh, we live, it's a, it's a confusing and a difficult time for the family. I'm glad my children and grandchildren are grown. I wouldn't want to be the kind of uh, be a, a kid growing up in this world today. No way. As growing up, I did not had to deal with one tenth of what kids do encounter today. Neither would I want to be a, a parent today, with all the pressures and the, the cultural baggage that families are feeling. And facing. I tremendously respect and appreciate those of you who are living out the Christian life in your homes on a daily basis. I especially would would not want to face the pressure of being a woman in today's world. Listen, the Bible is full of words of encouragement which show how God values women. The world may put you down, but God lifts you up. The world may expect the impossible, but God comes to you with grace and a heart that accepts you for who you are. You are important to God in many, many ways. Did you ever notice that women are better at this nurturing thing that we men are? See, it's in the home where we learn to live with other people in important ways. We learn to forgive others when they're wrong. We learn to extend grace when when they are difficult. We learn not to set unrealistic expectations on others. Uh, We learn that love is more than a feeling. It is a deep and abiding commitment that overcomes feelings. So the home is where the ministry is. You know, that's where we minister to each other. We minister uh, to our children as, as, as we bring them up in the Christian faith. We train them by our words and our examples. The whole point of the story of Adam and Eve is that man by himself was inadequate in this world. He needed someone. Now just imagine, if you can, a world where there are only men. Well, uh, don't go there. I've noticed over the years that the thing about TV sitcoms is that 
Men get to be irresponsible slobs while the women have to keep themselves attractive while being the brains of the house. Because they have to take on the responsibility of making sure the family functions. She has to make ends meet even when he's not doing what's necessary. When that happens, a man has not married a wife. He's just changed mothers. Men need women. But women are not able to live up to their full value when they are merely servants instead of full partners. According to the United Nations statistics, women make up over 50% of the world's population. But women do three quarters of the world's work. They receive one-tenth of the world's salaries and own one-one-hundredth of the world's land. Women are major players in keeping the world going but get less than their share of the compensation. I saw a bumper sticker the other day that said, Real women don't have hot flashes, they have power surges. And I think that must be true. Another thing for us to recognize is that a a woman's place is also not only in the home, but in the church. I've been in churches where there were no men, only women. I've preached in them. And if it weren't for the women, the church would be open. But we all know that the church cannot exist without the woman who is so much of the, does so much of the work of the church. And they do this in spite of the fact that they have often been kept out of the, the positions of leadership. Many, in many churches, uh, women are not allowed, permitted to preach. Some churches do not allow women to hold leadership positions of any kind. And something else I want us to remember. That it was, that it was women who faithfully stayed by Jesus in his darkest hour after all the men had fled. They were the last ones at the cross and the first ones at the tomb. It was a woman named Anna who first preached to the world about the baby Jesus being the Messiah. Also, there were a large number of women in the upper room when the Holy Spirit fell on believers. Now, in the Old Testament, I don't know if you know this or not, but Miriam served alongside her brother Moses in leading Israel. In the Old Testament, Deborah became Prime Minister of Israel. In the New Testament era, Philip had four daughters who were prophets. And if you read the book of Acts, you'll see that what an important place women had in the ministry of the church. You know, many people think Paul was a chauvinist. If he was, then why did he say there is neither Jew nor Greek, 
slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So, whether you're a woman who teaches the values of the kingdom of those in the home, or doing it in the church or in the world, the hand of God is on your life. And thank God for those women of this world who faithfully do God's will. And so that's our prayer, Lord, that you will continue to bless those that uh, serve in the home and the church to raise families and do things that only women can do. We pray, Lord, that you'll bless the uh, uh, your word today and, and uh, thank you for it and for all those women that serve in our church and churches around uh, uh, the world. I ask you, Lord, uh, to bless them and help them continue to spread your word and uh, as they, they do. And, of course, bless all the mothers that are listening to this, that they know that they are worth a lot to God. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.